Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to another edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine. My name is Mark Sirianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. This episode has a special significance to me as a gentleman in his 50s, as we are talking about the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. square off earlier this week, yesterday, as a matter of fact. We have been part of the press corps for that, and we've been covering it. We've posted a number of YouTube videos, including a pre- and post-fight breakdown. And this video, this episode will take you from the weigh-in and to my post-fight commentary. We've always said that this program covers two things. Number one is Taekwondo, and number two, things that are of interest to Taekwondo. Certainly combat sports at their highest are always of great interest to martial artists and Taekwondo practitioners. Mike Tyson is a gentleman whose performance in the ring transcends any one genre. We know that he has great fascination from the martial arts world as he appeared in Ip Man 3 in a uh, significant role in, in that film. Roy Jones Jr., of course, has significant probable, significance probably unbeknownst to most Taekwondo practitioners in that 1988 Seoul Olympics where Taekwondo made its debut as a demonstration sport where Grandmaster Hyunwon Park and others coached the U.S. Olympic team. During that Olympics in Seoul, Roy Jones Jr. represented the United States and fought in one of the most controversial boxing matches ever in the history of modern Olympics, where he, on paper, clearly won the fight. However, the five-judge panel awarded the gold medal to the Korean player. Jones went on to win the fighter of the Olympics. Two of those judges were banned for life. One of them was suspended. However, the Olympic Committee, the IOC, never reversed its decision. And to this day, Roy Jones Jr. holds the silver medal. But this was a long-awaited bout. We've talked in the past about uh, athletics and aging into athletics. We had Erica, Master Erica Lindhorst, on this program talking about TKD, go for the gold. We had Angelo Bonilla, a senior gentleman who... I have trained with who talked about aging and Taekwondo practice. He started Taekwondo practice very late. And what these gentlemen have done is clearly well-represented people and shown that with good physical fitness, with a refusal to allow society to define what is and isn't old, that amazing things can happen when we work hard, when we train hard, and when we keep our mind and our bodies healthy. So if you had a chance to see the fight, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear about our commentary and if you thought it was on spot. And we look forward to talking to you soon. Be sure to like and subscribe us everywhere that podcasts are heard. And again, check out a number of videos that we posted regarding the fights on our YouTube channel, Taekwondo Life Magazine on YouTube.
Ladies and Here gentlemen, we go for the weigh-in. Fans around the world, welcome live Los Angeles, California for the official weigh-ins for tomorrow night's historic bout. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. This will be one for the ages, the legends only league. Iron Mike versus Superman. Tyson on Triller.com on pay-per-view. Tyson on Triller.com pay-per-view. Well, here we are, folks. I am letting you know, warning you, that there are spoilers in this portion of our program. So if you have not seen the fight and you're waiting to learn about the decision or learn about the fight, then I suggest you turn this off now. But here we go. Let's go live to the decision. Thank you very much. Well, the scorecards of this exhibition, according to the former WBC world champions, is a draw. You heard it. A draw. Mike Tyson being gracious, saying I'm good with that. Eight rounds. Eight two-minute rounds. The completion of a fight. Roy Jones Jr. against Mike Tyson. At the end of that, there was some talk before that there would be no judges, that there would be no decision. Not correct. There were three judges. Three judges scoring the fight. They scored them round by round. And they came to the determination at the end of that, that it was a draw. That is just an unjust decision. I sat and watched a fight with a number of martial artists, fight fans. We scored the fight. It was not even close. Roy Jones did a respectable job. He managed to stay in there for eight rounds. He managed to tie up Mike Tyson a lot. He managed to keep from being knocked out. That is in and of itself a testament to his skill and to his stamina and to his good training. However, if you were to watch the fight for one of the judges to score it as a draw, for another judge to have scored Vincent uh, uh, Penzianza, to have scored Roy Jones Jr. as having won the fight is just inconceivable. It is hard for me to understand how it is that anyone could have come to that conclusion. Eight rounds, the first three rounds, Tyson came out like a beast, like the Tyson of old, fast, strong hands, the aggressor in charge. Jones looked tired. He looked confused. He threw almost no offense whatsoever, although he did manage to keep Tyson from knocking him out. Rounds four, five, and six, some punches thrown by Jones, much more aggressive, much better footwork much better able to move around the ring, yet no significant offense thrown, no significant punches thrown, no damage done. Neither man was able to knock the other down. Neither man was able to knock the other out, of course. But then you get into the final two rounds. Jones had some energy. However, he was not able to muster a significant defense against Mike Tyson, it is without any hesitation that I say to you that I have scored the fight every single round for Mike Tyson. Now, would I have scored rounds four, five, and six a little closer? Yes, absolutely. Rounds one, two, and three, handedly for Mike Tyson. Round seven and eight for Mike Tyson. Tyson was clearly stunned by the decision. 
the Tyson of old probably would have thrown a, a fit. I think Jones was stunned by the decision and didn't know what to say, was a little bit confused, a little bit embarrassed. The Las Vegas odds were on Tyson. I'm not sure how Vegas, from a betting standpoint, deals with a draw, which I don't think was really anything that anyone was, was betting on. The understanding, the belief, was that if this fight were to go the distance, that it would favor Jones because Tyson hadn't been in the ring for 15 years. He's a little bit older than Jones, a few years older than Jones. And the fact that in his career, even with his 40-plus fights, had rarely, if ever, gone the distance in his fights because of knockouts. However, Tyson's conditioning was clearly exemplary. He was fast. He didn't seem winded. He didn't seem to lose any of his speed. The two-minute rounds, he seemed to be alive the entire two minutes. He seemed to be vital the entire two minutes of every round. All eight rounds seemed to fly by with, with great ease. But the breakdown, I think that fight fans will be reviewing this. There was talk at the end, which I do not believe. There'll probably be conspiracy theories and discussions at the end that this was the plan all along, was to talk about a rematch and to talk about another fight. Uh, I don't believe that. I believe these fighters gave their all. I believe Roy Jones Jr. just was difficult for him to deal with the fact that Tyson was just, even though Tyson has been out of the game longer, Tyson seemed to have a lot less ring rust than Roy Jones Jr. did. It took Jones three to four rounds to get his bearings and to be able to figure out a little bit more of Tyson's timing. So while there is a discussion of a rematch, I do not believe that the fix was in from the beginning. I believe that Tyson was shocked. I believe that the judges were shocked. Uh, they were prepared to call the fight in the ring. They then decided to wait. And then they the fighters uh, met separately with uh, this sports announcer, who also seemed shocked and who gave his decision. It's not a sanctioned fight. It's not a fight for a any type of ranking per se. So the reality of it is, is that one might argue it was an exhibition anyway. It didn't really ultimately matter. But when two guys go in there after training as hard as they did, they it's very, very clear that the end result should have been a declared winner. And that declared winner should have been Mike Tyson, even if that set itself up for a rematch between Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson. Much talk about what would have happened in the 90s had these guys fought in their prime. It's hard to tell. Nobody knows. Roy Jones Jr. was the fighter of the decade for the 90s. Everybody knows about Mike Tyson in his prime. But where we were today, was I disappointed? No, I wasn't disappointed with the fight. The fight was a good fight. Uh, you certainly wouldn't have even expected something of that caliber. You know, there's a lot of talk, a lot of jokes. Uh, Snoop Dogg was one of the announcers, Sugar Ray Leonard, that, you know, in our youth, somebody in their 50s is an old man. And these two guys came in there and, and gave it their all through some serious punches. Nobody had any gashes. Nobody has any, any significant bruises. Nobody had any cuts. Um, nobody needed to have the fight stopped at any, at any point. These guys put on a terrific exhibition, but they clearly didn't go into it as an exhibition. They went into it as a fight. There was talk that it was a sparring match, that it was an exhibition. Uh, everybody gets a medal. 
That wasn't how they went into it. They went into it to prove something, to prove something to themselves, to prove something to the fans, to prove something for those that have aged. And I think they did a good job. Will there be a rematch? Will anyone have a stomach for a rematch? I don't know. This was the largest pay-per-view event in the history of pay-per-view. Tyson's cut will probably be somewhere over $20 million. Roy Jones Jr. probably 7 to $8 million. Uh, one can't feel bad for either one of these guys. They put on a terrific event. The undercards, there's a lot of musical events. Uh, the undercards were, were great. Uh, again, I'm going to give you some spoilers. Jake Paul's demolition of Nate Robinson was disappointing to me. I was hoping to see Robinson put on a good fight. But uh, Badu Jack's fight, an excellent showing. Uh, and the, the first match, uh, Ortiz match, was was Again, a very, very good match. So it was a great fight card. It was well done. It was well produced. Difficult to do. Boxing is something that the fans are generally a significant portion of this. Had the fans been there, I thought about this, and this decision came down. I think it would have been really, really ugly for the fans to see in this situation that it was it was drawn a draw. I will take a look uh, at the ring-by-ring -ring scores. I'll take a look. I did see the three judges. I saw that, that one of the judges had, had ruled it uh, even. One of the judges ruled in favor of Tyson. And as I said, I noticed along the way that, that one of the judges was uh, scored a few rounds for Roy Jones Jr., which anyone who watched this fight would tell you Jones spent most of his time trying to tie up Tyson, trying to keep from getting hit, and trying to avoid, which he did a great job. But that is not a formula for a winning decision. That's a formula for staying and keeping from getting knocked out. But it is certainly not a formula for a draw. Tyson was faster. Tyson was stronger. Tyson had a greater punch percentage. Tyson looked better. Tyson connected with more effective punches. And it was clear to anyone who would watch this fight, whether you watch it live or you watch it in the, in the rematch, that Mike Tyson won. So what's next? Hard to say. Certainly a great feeling for someone like me who's in their 50s to see um, such unbelievable good showing by two men in their 50s. Um, neither one have anything to be ashamed of. I think Jones was a little bit embarrassed by the decision because I think he truly understands that he lost. However, the judge's decision is the judge's decision. When there's no knockout, we have to live with it. We'll see what happens with the Legends Only Sports League. We'll see what happens with the press after this. And we'll see what happens with both of these men, whether they'll have a rematch with each other or they will have a, a future fight. We'll be there either way. We look forward to hearing your comments. We look forward to hearing. But I think that Taekwondo enthusiasts, even though this is boxing, we like combat sports. We love to see two at athletes, seasoned athletes, engaging in high-level competition and combat, and there really was something for everyone. So feel free to, to let us know your feelings. Let us know if you agree with our thoughts on the ultimate decision, and let us know if you'd be interested in seeing a rematch. Here's a little more from the post-fight from Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Why? Because I entertain the crowd. The crowd was happy with it. We'll be back to you in a second. You happy with this draw? Hell no. I ain't never said if I were to draw. I wear draws. 
I don't do drugs. I like it. But the dude is so strong, man. And I understand why they say some things are bucket list. Because when he hits you, if it's his head, his punches, his body shots, don't matter. Everything hurts. So for me, I thought I did enough boxing on the outside to edge it out. But, you know, I'm cool with the draw. I mean, we just might have tried to do it again. But I don't know. <laughs> you looked exhausted for a little while. Did the body shots take a toll? The body shots definitely took a toll. The body shots are what make you exhausted. Any good fighter knows that. And I knew it too. I thought I had a six pack that was all right, but I guess I'm going to give me a 12 pack. Because the six ain't getting it. It came back like nothing. You took it. You took it. I knew I hit you with a good shot. You took it. You took it. Respect, hey, I respect that. I respect that. Mike, at age 54, you haven't been in the ring for 15 years. How would you assess your performance, your stamina, and overall how you performed? Well, I'm used to doing it for three minutes. And um, sometimes that two minutes felt like three minutes. <laughs> and um, I'm just happy I got this under my belt and I'm continuing to go further and do more. You'll do this again? Absolutely. He's going to be on the card as well. Well, let me, let me ask you about your performance. What, what was it like for you to be in the ring as compared to what it was when you left as a professional? I was very happy to be here. And um, despite performance wise, yeah, despite what anybody said, but despite what anybody said, I was so happy to go to eight rounds. But everybody knows I can knock somebody out, and everybody knows I can go eight rounds and ten rounds, and that's what I'm more grateful for now than anything. And no knockers, knockers will mean nothing. You gotta be able to go the distance. That's fighting. Everybody has a plan until they get hit. You got hit, and how did it affect you? I went to plan B, I hit him back. <laughs> Uh, Roy, uh, you want to continue this now at age 51, or, or, or did you get dissatisfied at this point? Man, it's hard to say. My Pensacola fans love me. We got to do this again. Everybody loves Mike. Um, I love Mike, too. But, uh, you know, it's something to take the punches in there from Mike. So, you know, I go talk to my family, see how they feel about it. If they thought they enjoyed what they saw, then if we want to do it again, we'll come back and do it again. But, uh, you know, me, like I said, Pensacola in the house. I want to thank everybody helping me out. Big Al, Tom, Wap, um, Russ, everybody on my team, Jim Foster. I mean, so many people, everybody in Pensacola, Pensacola in the house still. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank the whole world for tuning in, especially my, Rus my Russian citizens, my Russian people. Um, I want to say thank to everybody who gave us the homage, sent us out the right way. And if everything goes well, like I said, and the family's cool with it, then... A lot of people were afraid, Roy, you might get hurt tonight. Were you really afraid in the back of your head that something could happen that, that might have put you in peril? I was afraid I might get hurt. I, I, I didn't fight in 20 years. He only stopped fighting for three years. I'm afraid I might get Why nobody care about my ass? <laughs> well, that's typical, right? I fighting 15 years. That's Mike Tyson. I, I can't help but laugh. But the fact of the matter is it's a great, more gracious, more dignified, uh, more gentle, and certainly more humorous Mike Tyson. Not in the ring. It was the same ferocious Mike Tyson. But out of the ring, he certainly has matured. He certainly has evolved. He certainly has come a long way. And you heard it here. They're looking to do it again, whether they do it with against each other or whether they do it separately in some sort of a Legends-only sports league. I expect that we will see this again. And for those of us in the Taekwondo world, TKD go for the gold. The movement of Master Erica Lindhorst there is a unbelievable movement towards respect for athletes that are outside of the normal, typical competitive demographic. Thank you, Mike Tyson, for that. Thank you, Roy Jones Jr. for that. 
and we look forward to seeing what the future brings for them and other athletes that are in the senior division. For Taekwondo Life Magazine, Mark Suriana signing off. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.